This podcast discusses naughty experiences, uses naughty language, and all the naughty things your parents won't want to hear about. Talk dirty to me. Okay, so how I start every episode is... Wait, first of all, how are you? We're, we're in... I am well. Yeah, we're in quarantine right now. I am quarantined. Right yeah. So what have you been doing um, to go about your day? I have been... Well, a couple friends are here, so um, okay. that's kind of nice. But we're under the 10-person limit, which is good. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, there's still a lot of people in my house, which is kind of nice. And we've just been, you know writing and reading and there's a film that i'm working on that i'm doing research for so i'm doing that um yeah it's been pretty nice i actually kind of like it because i feel like i'm not missing out on anything Mm -hmm. because everyone else is in their home too yeah i feel that that's yeah and i also appreciate that there aren't too many people like too many of our friends populated in one spot like there's no one left at you know, in our university housing, well, that's a whole other issue, (laughs) but, uh, you know, everyone's kind of spread out, so there's no, yeah, I I agree, I feel the same as well, um, cool, well, I'm glad you're being productive with the time, you know, too, because that's, I know so many people are like, what the fuck am I supposed to be doing, you know, like, I don't know, um, so how I usually start these episodes is I ask people to tell me their name, a random fact about anything in life, and then a lesson learned from an awkward situation. So, whenever you're ready. Okay. My name is Tyler. Hi. And, um, wait, my, uh, uh, a random fact? Yeah, about anything. Um, I don't know, the only thing I can, that comes to mind right now that everybody also knows is that when you get stung by a bee, they die. Worker bees. Amazing. That's, that's good enough for me. There's, there might be someone listening who actually didn't know that. Although if they've seen the bee movie, they should know that. Um, although he didn't oh. die in the end. Um, interesting. I never have seen the bee movie. Oh, okay. Well, you still know the fact, so there we go. Also, yeah. his, his yeah. friend, I think, was a I did a unit on bees when I was in lower school. I did a unit on queen bees and... Oh, my God. Um, worker bees yeah. and that's all so, you remember i know <laughs> pretty much shit i love that well thank you okay i'll just uh, i mean i guess they're as afraid of us i wonder if they know that they're gonna die though like do they know that this is the last i i feel like they don't oh that's really shit wait i mean you're defending yourself and then suddenly you're like oh oh that was it i don't even yeah i don't know that's really sad yeah yeah interesting okay well Thank you. <laughs> I will yeah, and then time. my... Do you want my lesson learned? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Um, um, I got in a tiff with someone in my class because someone read something of mine that was private and um, told another friend of mine what I had said. And it kind of got, like, very messy, and uh, obviously what I said about this person was not very nice. Um, This happens a lot in middle school, Mm -hmm. um, but this happened recently to me. Um, At college? Yes. Um, And 
I had to just basically, um, I mean, I was for sure in the wrong, Mm -hmm. but it took a lot in me to just say that I was wrong as opposed to like fight back and to explain to this girl that someone had read my stuff and that's an invasion of my privacy. You know, she found out about it. So I just had to bite my tongue and say that I was wrong. And now looking back on it, I do feel bad for it. So Mm -hmm. Um, were you friends with the person that the messages were about? Really? Mm. Yeah. Oh. Well, I'm glad that you... So so the moral of the story is like, be, don't talk shit. Well, the moral saying? of the story is that sometimes you have to just accept when you're wrong and you don't need to yeah. defend how right you think you might be. Like, it's better to just take to just apologize for whatever you did as opposed to keep a fight going for no reason just yeah. because you want to be right. Yeah, that's my moral. That's good. That's. I mean, also don't talk shit about people, but that's... You but know, everyone does that. That's neither here <laughs> nor there. Yeah. Um, that's, that's good that that's the... I mean, I literally... My first thought was don't talk shit, but I know that I'm not not going to do that. So it was. it's amazing that, like, you're... That you actually learn you know, that you're taking away from it to just be more accepting of your mistakes and stuff because it's stupid that my first thought was, like, it's just a different reaction. So, you know. Thank you. Um, so, um, thank you for that. That's I'm going to remember to just accept my mistakes and um, not step on, not piss any bees off because I don't want any of them to die on my watch. I also don't want to be stunned by a bee. That sounds really uncomfortable have you been sung baby yes <gasps> when i was younger on my um finger Aye. but i'm not actually very scared of bees at all mm. i'm scared of the so. ones that i'm so i'm down in the south right now and i came across this i guess there's a hive near the house or whatever but there are these i've seen three of them these bees where they're not fuzzy they look like they have like a metal armor plate on their back. I don't know. It's so scary. I was trying to get, um, I was trying to get down the pathway in my uh, aunt's garden yesterday, and mm. it was like the three of them had lined up in front of each other to not let me past. I don't know. It was really scary. I feel like these ones sure. wouldn't die if they stung you, but you might. Yeah, I feel like southern bees are. Yeah, more just the worker bees. Though. Um. Okay. Cool. So. I know you graduated last semester. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. So Thank I you. wanted to, <laughs> um, I so wish I had as well. It's, you know, who knows what's happening with graduation now. Um, so what's it like going after graduation, going to the real world? And is there, have you seen a difference or felt a difference in yourself or other people when it comes to dating? So are people looking at you differently now that you're saying you've graduated or that you were still a student? And then, yeah, and then we'll take it from there. Um, okay. Um, time to, like, to think about relationships or, um, I guess... Uh, yeah, about 
Yeah, about relationships in general, romantic relationships mostly because um, because I was so busy and I was always my schedule was crazy and I had class every single day and a lot of those days were from eight thirty to eleven p.m. at night. So um, I didn't think that I would have that much time to think about those things. But now that I've graduated, I feel much more. Even though I don't, even though I have much more free time. Um, I feel like I'm much more independent now and I'm less focused on that sort of thing. And I'm more willing to, I guess it's sort of because there's a time limit on school. Um, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be, but for me there was, cause I don't know if I want to go to grad school. I don't think I do, but there was always this kind of time limit and I was like, okay, I need to have this, this, and this be done by this time limit. And now that I'm in the world as a graduate, I feel like there's endless time to do these things. So, I mean, do I think about it? Yes, but I don't think it plagues me as much as it used to. But I don't know. It changes from week to week. Like this week I'm fine because I'm quarantined, but next week if we're not quarantined, like I might be out there you know, slithering around. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, yeah. And like hungry for a relationship, but I don't know. Recently, since I've graduated, I feel like I'm much more lax about my expectations on, uh, any kind of romantic thing with anyone. Like I'm much more willing to take care of myself first nowadays than I used to if that makes sense. But a lot of my other friends, um, I actually feel that way for a lot of my other friends too, who have graduated. I feel like they're very much, I mean, all of my friends are go-getters. They always have been, but a lot of them have had relationships in college or in high school. But, um, I find that they're much more, uh, maybe it's just because the pool has opened up some somewhat. And now there's a lot more people, uh, in the world as opposed to in, the university or the college setting. But I feel like a lot of my friends have that same mentality too, that they are really trying to put themselves first and their careers first. And, you know, they're, you know, whatever, getting into law school first. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever happens romantically will be somewhat secondary, which is actually, I feel like the way it should be because I am such a career like oriented person like I would rather have I mean I don't think that there should be like a choice here but I'm much more willing to go after what I want in terms of a career or something for myself Mm -hmm. that is a life goal than Mm -hmm. a partner interesting and do you think that um do you think that it changed like other people's perception has changed of it in terms of kind of um in terms of other people knowing that you're still at university or you're a graduate like do you reckon dating pool reacts differently to students rather than to postgrads no i mean it, i think it depends on your maturity level because right. i was running after like 30 year olds since i was like 16 so <laughs> it's not and I don't, and a lot of, you know, certain 30 year olds thought that I was much older than I, than I was. So yeah. I don't think I never thought that so much, especially just because so many, there's such a big 
part of the world that goes to school at a later age or that defers for a couple years or, you know, takes a leave and comes back. So I just feel like it's a maturity thing and it's not so much an age thing. I've never thought that way Um, because I just don't, I don't know, my brain has just never worked that way. Maybe it's just because I was always like around parents and my friend and my parents friends um that I was always I just always wanted to be with old like the older group I never wanted to sit at the kids table or anything like that so I feel like it's more of a maturity thing and less of an age thing and the the, you know I don't know anyone who's ever been like oh you're in school well no you're too young for me because just because you're in school doesn't mean that you aren't old enough to be dating someone else who's older than you or younger than you or whatever so cool um yeah that that's a that's a good point that's kind of more maturity level because there are some people who definitely um not only like you said sort of you you said and i noted down i've never wanted to sit at the kids table there are definitely people who are like that, who even when they're younger, they'll sort of be dismissed as they are younger. Um, mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean the maturity is the same age level. Yeah, I, no, I get that. Um, on the note of, like, older people and such, can you talk more on the topic of older people and your attraction to people maybe of a... Yeah, go on. See if you can pick anything up from that nonsense. Um. Okay, so... Yeah, I would say that because I had such a distaste for kids my age, um, mm-hmm. and just it is it's it's a, it is a, it's a theme in my life. I think um, I just never, I don't know. I just always found it very. I was very af- not afraid. I just thought it was maybe trivial that there was all this gossip about like, oh, Sarah kissed Ben at the park and like I don't know we were like in sixth grade I was just like well, what did that look like what did it even I didn't even want to know what it was because I knew it would not be up to par with what I was envisioning for myself I just yeah. I never paid attention to anyone who was my age like I just never did and like we had to do because I went to a same-sex school like all my whole life so okay. um I had to do these, like, these plays with these boys or these dances with these guys, and, you know, like, all of these girls were, like, just, like, drooling over these boys, and I literally wanted nothing to do with it. I was, like, I don't need boys. I'll just go after, like, the teacher or, like, the coach. Like, that's my... That's, like, where... That's my lane for sure. Do you think... So... Do you think it was maybe something to... To the effect of everyone else wanted something, so you didn't want that because everyone else did, or was it like you didn't? Do you do you think there's a reason behind it? Yeah, I do. I think um, I was talking to my mom recently, and I was talking about um, someone who falls into a similar category of this older kind of unattainable, somewhat emotionally unavailable person Mm -hmm. that I was just like chasing after and um she just said to me she was like you know you've always had this throughout your life that you are afraid of intimacy so you will go after the person who is who you know 
somebody is not going to want to, can't provide what you would want in an actual intimate relationship. So right. it keeps you protected. Like it's, it's not even about the older person or the teacher or the coach or the advisor or whoever it is. It is about like, you don't have to, you don't have to do anything because you're not going to get them. So you okay. don't have to worry about being intimate with anyone, which is like a whole other like can of worms. But right. I think that's probably what it was is that I, um, I think in the age there had to, you know, there was probably something to do with the fact that I, you know, just very like unworthy of any of these like younger boys to like me. I just, I wasn't what, I just wasn't what was cool back then. Like I just didn't, I don't know. I was like a musical theater person who like was like hitting puberty really early, but like it didn't look cute at all. And like, I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't, outgoing like that like I didn't really put myself out there that much like I was pretty shy when it came to meeting new people like if you know if you knew me for a long time I'm sure I was you know maybe a fun time but I don't think that I was enough to be hanging out with these boys all the time and have them like me like I just wasn't like that I kept to myself I really was you know part of me did feel very much above it all Mm-hmm. which is maybe not a good thing, but another part of me, I think, was very scared that me or, you know, the boys wouldn't like me. Um, so I think that's probably what it was. But, um, yeah, and I think I was always reaching for this, like, unattainable thing. Um, but I also, like, there, yeah, I think there is a huge part of it, though, that was just, like, these boys, like, little, funny little boys, and I was like, wait, okay, but the teacher's, like, a man, (laughs) and so, like, I don't know why we're even bothering with these dudes if we can have, you know, yeah, the older guy, like, I don't even know why we would waste our time, but I think a big part of it was that I just want to do the work in myself to figure out why, you know, if there was another reason besides a, you know, a, you know, boys have cooties kind of thing that is the reason why I liked, I didn't even want to try with these boys. Right. So that goes yeah. back to the whole maturity thing you were saying earlier as well. Um, where it was, where like literally just throwing that line back out there is that you didn't want to sit with the kid, kids. Like you were, ra- you know, you spent a lot of time with your parents and your parents' friends and stuff. So to you, you're kind of, goggles if you will had always been familiar with the adults and the sort of caretakers so I guess maybe that kind of pulled um wait oh my gosh one of those killer bees just hit the window oh ugh. oh my god okay it's close it's fine uh, <laughs> I digress um uh but yeah I guess because you were so familiar with the older people and hanging out with them and stuff that like the looking at the the boys and stuff your age just yeah it was like that much more unappealing too which makes sense if you were raised like spending a lot of time with adults and things like that as well you know mm-hmm. yeah. yeah cool is there anything else you wanted to add to that right now and i'm really sorry. no i love it i think it's great okay all right all right it's very candid uh, yeah that's true which is which is more comfortable um 
Okay, so this is, I love hearing stories about this because I just think it's so much fun. Do we have any like friend zone stories? Like have you ever put someone in the friend zone and then like regretted it like soon after? Uh, or has anyone ever put you in it and you've like tried really hard to get out of it? And if you ever were successful, how did you do it? Um, hmm. I do actually a lot of my friends and people who know me um, say that I really like to friend zone people before I get to know them at all. Mm -hmm. um, and I present a very bro-y um, I hate to say this because these words like don't even mean anything anymore in the grand scheme of things, but it's almost like a very masculine shell to try to relate to other guys. Right. Um, and it will confuse a lot of people. It confused someone recently because I tried to fist bump him and he was like, oh, wait, shit. That's not what the vibe was. It wasn't like a fist bump vibe the whole night. So um <laughs> I was very confusing, but that's just because I'm so, like, I'm just so awkward and I'm so uncomfortable all the time that, like, the only thing I know how to do is to present this super friendly mm -hmm. bro kind of thing because I was, that was always who I was right. um, when it came to people I liked, like, even girls I liked, like, I was just, like, I try. I just tried so hard to be less of, I guess, less sensitive or less mm -hmm. girly or um, less of like just ha to have less of a feminine energy right. to have much more of a, um, yeah. I guess it's just like a more broy kind of thing, more f like a more friendly kind of thing, as opposed to like a sexual or I just didn't feel comfortable that way. Like I don't think of myself that way, so I it doesn't I don't understand how to do it right. so um yeah so I would say that I friend zone people a lot um I don't mean to but I do and I'm sorry for it but I did friend zone I did actually have the conversation about the friend zone with someone mm. um he was like kind of like my first he was like my, he was my, he was my first kiss that was not on stage. And, um, he really liked me. He played the drums. He is so like, he was so cool all summer. I was like, this guy is just the coolest. He wore a Rangers jersey all the time. He always wore like a hockey jersey. I think it was always a hockey jersey and um sexy <laughs> yeah, really sexy and um he's you know a super sweet guy and like just so charming and stuff but um I remember like we used to like be assholes to each other like so rude to each other mm -hmm. and then eventually when he kissed me he was like really nice and I was like wait 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 can you just go back to what you were doing before and he like started calling me like pet names and stuff and I was like this is mm. so weird like I don't know who this dude is now. Like, I, I thought we were, like, bros. Yeah. Who, like, had, like, a flirty vibe with each other. But now it's, like, you are boyfriend, I am girlfriend. Like, I don't know. It was just, like, oh. it fell into a very weird stereotype that I 
really found strange just because I think it was just because he was showing me a sensitive, more sensitive side of him. And I was like freaked out by it. Cause I was like, wait a second, you're not supposed to be sensitive. I'm not sensitive. Like, mm. why are we not sensitive? Like, I don't understand what's happening. So I like was seeing him for a little while. And then eventually I was like, I have too much going on in my life. And I did, honestly, it was like a very crazy year, but, um, yeah, I was like, I have so much going on. Um, and can we just be friends? And he was like, yeah, like, that's fine, I guess. And it's funny because we are still friends to this day. And now he has a loving girlfriend. And um, they're probably going to get married. And it's great. And I will be at that wedding. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Is that, does she know? Did she know about it? Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure she knows. I mean, she knows who I am. Right. Um, and... Yeah, and, like, he and I reminisce about it sometimes, about the weeks we spent together, but right. <laughs> um, we also didn't live in the same place, so I didn't really even see him that often. Right. And also, it's, like, very hard for me to understand text lingo. I really would rather see the person. Yeah. So, um, yeah, so I can change my mind about somebody so fast because if I don't see them, I don't know. Out of sight, out of mind. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. I guess also especially if you're like if it's a really new thing as well and then if you and if you're not someone who likes to communicate over text or isn't so yeah just doesn't like to do that as much then it's going to be difficult to kind of keep them fresh in your life as well um if it's a new thing and you know technology and communication isn't not that it's not your strongest point, but it's not the thing you enjoy. You know, you would obviously rather mm-hmm. see them. Um, yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, okay. Um, cool. That's a that's a good story. <laughs> um, I always get so awkward when I'm, like, trying to change topics. <laughs> um, what, tell me about, so I have three things that... Um, three different points to this topic so I want to discuss fantasies um and then if you have like the ultimate I know some people have the ultimate fantasy for me I'm like there's a whole little bits and bobs where I'm like yeah put them together I'm sure that would make one amazing scene but Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's like kind of just hit hit a few different things and call it a day um so who where and with what do we have do we have like a big one that we're thinking of and the who does that mean like anybody in the world ever Uh, yeah oh my god it could be literally michael b jordan um i'm not saying that he's mine but like no obviously my boyfriend is mine um (laughs) yeah literally any anybody it could even be somebody that you know it could definitely be someone you've never met before It, it could be a celebrity it could be someone who you definitely you know it's socially I guess un- unacceptable is not the phrase, but someone who you shouldn't be attracted to. I don't know. Like, I don't know mm-hmm. why they keep making Ted Bundy so attractive in all these movies. But not I see. Of. Okay. So, so literally anybody ever. And then God. where can be kind of anywhere in history. It could be any certain place. Uh, and then with what is, again, up to you, up to your interpretation. Oh my god, okay, I've never thought about this. Oh. I mean, I obviously have, but, like, I'm not, like, 
really thought about it. Um, it's kind of like imagine one of those those games where you I think it was called Mash. Did you play Mash? Mm-hmm. I think it was called yeah. Mash. Yeah, Mash. Um, so I guess put down a list of I can, actually you know what that's probably a really helpful way for me to for me to do this is to have people play Mash to see what their happy ending is like. Oh my um, god. Can you imagine? Um, yeah, sorry. Um, okay, let's see. I mean, I love Russell Brand. He's pretty much it for me. Oh, um, I didn't know that. Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I thought it was Chris Delia, not gonna lie. <laughs> well, they look similar. Yeah, that's true. The, the long hair, it's the long hair, honestly, like, rare that I think a guy is cute who has short hair. Oh, um, interesting. Okay. But, um... So, Russell Brand. So, Russell Brand. Um, although, like, in his heyday, like, right now, he's, um, he's still so cute, but, um, in, like, he's, like, such a dad now. And, yeah. Which is fine, but, um, or John Gallagher, um, who's a Broadway guy. Mm-hmm. I love him. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else. Who would, who else would be my who? Yeah. Um... Kristen Stewart, oh, she's your who? Obviously, yeah, obviously Kristen, obviously Dakota Johnson, um, mm. obviously, like, um, I mean, those are my two huge, I love the two of them so much. Yeah. And Emma Watson, who I think is gay, too. Oh, I didn't know that one. Um, I just feel it in my heart. And Billie Eilish, but that's not loud, because she's, not well, yet. she's 18. Yeah, but Is I just she think she's really pretty. Yeah, she's eighteen now. Oh, okay. um, well, there we go. <laughs> yeah. So okay, so throw her in there. Okay, um, why not? I don't even know what it would be. I really don't. I really don't. I mean, I can envision like, like a, uh, I don't know, like a threesome with two guys. Is that so boring? But I don't like the attention on me, so I don't know how much I would like that. Right. Um, like, I pretty much want to just disappear. Can I watch it? Like, I want all the celebrities to do it, and then I'll just watch. <laughs> that would actually be my dream. So you're a voyeur. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, I'm definitely... I don't want to really be involved that much. And would you want I don't it, want to... Yeah. Would you want it literally to be Russell Brand, John Gallagher, um, Dakota Johnson, and Kristen Stewart? With, like, a bit I mean, of Emma Watson they, sprinkled they, on top? <sighs> They wouldn't look great together. Like, I don't know if, like... I mean, sure. Let's just go for it. Yeah. Okay. All of those people. Um, I cannot even literally picture Russell Brand and Dakota Johnson in the same room. I feel like they'd be a great couple. They would be great. I'm trying to envision, like, John Gallagher. Where does he fit in? I don't really know where he fits in. Right. He might be a solo mission. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, he might be by himself. But, <laughs> but maybe he's also um, watching on the other side of the room. Yeah, maybe or maybe he's just with me watching. Okay. Um, he just hold my hand. Like that's fine. That's oh, enough cute. For me. Love that. Very intense. Um, <laughs> so I don't combust. Um, and then. <laughs> and the last one was with what? So. Oh, I don't with know. what? I don't know. I just I pulled that one out of my ass. <laughs> Well, I feel like it would definitely have to be... I mean, we're going really crazy here. Like, I don't even know if this is my fantasy. This is just, like, what I envision for myself, maybe. Yeah. 
some sort of like colonial Williamsburg situation. Some kind um, of what? Wait, say that again. <laughs> like some sort of like colonial Williamsburg, like something that's like a period piece, but they're all so they're all dressed up in like period. I'm literally just again trying to. Oh, you want to know who? You want to know who I want in there? I want Stu Wolf from um, Confessions of a Teenage Drama Queen, and I want Colin Firth, but as Johan Vermeer in Girl with a Pearl Earring. I will not settle for anything less than that. Shit. Okay. Um, my, oh my God. I don't want him anymore. I don't want any other Colin Firth. I just want that Colin Firth. Story time. Um, my good friend growing up, I haven't, I haven't spoken to her in a hundred bazillion years, um, but one of my really good friends from primary school lived in a house next to Colin Firth, and from her bedroom, she could see into the master bedroom, and I'm pretty sure that was, she, uh, when we were in like year, I think we were probably in year seven maybe, which is like sixth grade. Um, I'm pretty sure that was the first time that she saw like sex because <laughs> she was like, mm, yeah, she literally watched Colin Firth and her, uh, no, her, not her husband, and his wife like in the bedroom together. Wow, that's I would love yeah. to see that. But he wasn't as it was he it wasn't long enough ago to be him in your specific role. Like it was That's okay. That's okay. I still respect him and love him. Eleven years ago? Yeah. That like oh. is kind of around the time. Oh was it? See, so I don't know. He's yeah, that movie came out well it might have come out a little bit than that. Yeah. I mean earlier than that. I'm saying I'm saying this is like 2008 or something was probably when she saw this, but got it. I don't know. Um, okay, good. Yeah, we love we love. A, yeah, with I don't even know with what, but definitely in some sort of colonial garb. That's yeah. That's cool. I like that. That's very <laughs> that's very specific because I feel like if if any other see for me when I hear with what, I'm thinking like does. Do physical objects have to be involved? Is like food involved? Like, what are we doing? But I like taking that as the second no. more because now I'm gonna think about that. Now I'm gonna have to add that into my own fancy. Where? Yeah, I don't do. I don't really do like the food or like. Yeah, no. no honestly, thing. I don't know. Honestly, neither. I'm afraid that whatever happens, I'm gonna burst into hives, um, and I don't want that. I'm just. I'm just very very strict about being clean and i don't like food on me or dirt or anything yeah so yeah they'd all be clean they'd and colonial all be clean. Garb. right while it was while it was happening through the whole event they'd be clean. um yeah okay well i love that fantasy i'm gonna be thinking about that but like not in the same way you would i'm just gonna be trying to picture like i don't even know that i would be thinking about it in the way that you want me to think about it but i'm glad that i'm sitting on the outside and they're going at it and i'm watching them so i don't have to be embarrassed and involved so okay. yeah and you can stay clean on the on the outskirts exactly amazing cool okay and so now to end the episode what i like to do is bring in good old-fashioned would you rather so they start okay. pretty pretty tame and then they get weird and then usually by the end it's like just horrifically sexual um but not even sexual just like gross but the okay. ones that i picked out aren't so bad okay um uh okay on the note of being clean would you rather be permanently covered in <laughs> maple syrup or peanut butter 
that's like the worst. Um, <laughs> I think peanut butter because it's more creamy and it's more, it's less sticky yeah. than maple syrup. And peanut butter could be maybe used as some sort of like a skin salve, like a some sort of balm. Okay. And um, unless it's chunky, but still, even then. It's more creamy and maple syrup is sticky. So I'd much rather be covered in peanut butter. Peanut butter. Peanut butter? Okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Um, next one. Would you rather be turned on every time you see someone wearing Crocs or someone wearing a fedora? Fedora, because it already happens and I'm shameless. <laughs> oh my God. Um, I know it's so embarrassing, but. Um, oh, well, that was too maybe easy. Not f- maybe not a fedora. I'm, ugh, fedoras are so stupid, but like. Yeah. If a, a guy is wearing a cool hat, I could really, yeah, that's for sure. I, yeah, I don't get turned on, but, like, I'm like, oh, that's sick. I don't mind it at all. So I would say fedora. So not Definitely Crocs. not Crocs. Not Post Malone. I love Post Malone, though. Yes, me too. Me too. I had a dream a few weeks ago that um, I was at, that I was in, I don't remember where I was. I was at some bar or whatever. And he walked in and he like tried to buy me a drink and I was like, oh, wait, I say tried to, he did. Um, and then we ended up becoming best friends. And then I was, then we ended up spending like the whole night walking, doing laps of the Williamsburg Bridge. And uh, oh, Williamsburg again, there we go. Um, and then I had to go into class and like film my my movie or whatever a few hours later. And everyone's like, why do you look so tired? And I was like, I just spent the whole night walking around Williamsburg I mean on Williamsburg Bridge with Post Malone it was so weird it was a whole thing I don't know it was so strange he had a really fun I love Post Malone yeah me too he um really awkward horrible fun fact but he on Spotify my face was so intense with his music two years ago that he was my artist of the decade on Spotify wow yeah I hate myself (laughs) I love it Uh, but no one's to know that but I will keep that in the episode um (laughs) um okay what uh actually you know what it's not gonna they're not gonna get i'm gonna end with this one because three is a charm and this is relating to oh wait no that's too easy i was gonna say who would you what celebrity would you want to make a sex tape with actually yeah which celebrity would you want to make a sex tape with it depends because if i want views i would definitely do it with like david dobrik sexy very sexy oh my God. um um he like but if i was just doing it to do it yeah um he's all over the place that kid he's like friends with everybody it's so random i love him i love him he's cute. um if i was gonna make a sex tape with anybody though i think kristen stewart like i just yeah yeah absolutely or maybe like chris harrison that'd be great I would do that, I think. Chris Harrison, Bachelor, the host of The Bachelor. Oh. Mm-hmm. Amazing. I think that that actually might be my final answer. Yeah, Chris Harrison. Yeah, Chris Harrison. We're ending on that. I love that. Yeah. Well, you know what? Maybe if this podcast podcast goes, like, big and viral, one day Chris Harrison will be sliding into your DMs and be like, I would love that. You know that tape that you wanted to make? I just bought some new film straight off the so interwebs. Good. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, I love that. I'm down. Chris Harrison, call me up. Call me up. <laughs> um, or vis- visit our website. You can get in contact on our website. A little self-promo uh, self right there. 
Yeah. Um, well, thank you so much again for being a part of this crazy adventure and for taking the time out of your day to answer my stupid questions. Um, of course. It's been really fun having you, and I hope you are washing your hands and staying six feet away from your friends when you're watching your movies. Yes. 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 Stay safe. For sure. So these are the rules. Number one, if someone does not want to discuss something, they absolutely do not have to. Number two, respect privacy. Number three, if a guest requests not to have certain information shared, it will be cut out in editing before published. Number four, use of correct pronouns for everybody. Number five, never use someone's actual name. Uh, number six, use of certain words. If there are certain words you don't want me to say, I will not use them. Uh, number seven, this is not therapy. So I'm not here to give you emotional advice because I'm in therapy too. So I certainly need to take care of myself as well. And I know that it's not the best spot to be giving out or trying to receive advice from other situations. Maybe I'll get to that later in the, the show, but as of right now, I am not Frasier. Um, okay, do you consent to these rules? Yes, I do. You do. Can you say your name and your pronouns? Just Sure. Tyler, she, her. Amazing. Thank you very much.